Hello, and welcome to the Zircona Growth Insights Podcast, bringing clarity to the complexities of consumer behavior. Episodes feature industry experts, partners, and guests across the 26 industries we track, representing nearly $4 trillion in global consumer spending. Our goal is to give you transformative insights and the most complete view of consumer and market opportunities. Hello, and welcome to Growth Insights Podcast. I'm Joan Drakes. And today we are talking about the Consumer Electronics Show, which is coming up January 9th to the 12th in Las Vegas. And Ben Arnold, Circana's Executive Director, Industry Analyst, Consumer Technology, will be there. In fact, Ben has been there many times. As he was, in fact, you used to work for CES, right, Ben? So he literally knows the show inside and out. Um, CES is a big deal. It's all about tech, but it's also about humans coming together to explore tech. Um, There are thousands of exhibitors with attendees representing retailers, brands, and many Fortune Global 500 companies. Categories span accessibility and AI to wearable technologies. I'm welcoming Ben back to talk about this 57th CES show and what we can expect. Ben covers market trends in the consumer tech industry with an emphasis on video, audio, and connected home categories. So welcome back, Ben. Thanks, Joan. It's uh, really great to be back with you. Great. So there's no shortage of topics to talk about, but I would really like to start with innovation. Um, In recent conversations that you and I have had, you've mentioned that we're really due for a new wave of innovation. So can you give us a sense of which categories um, you think are going to be impacted by innovation or which companies you think will be most innovative this year? Absolutely. And the term innovation, sometimes we attach that to technology. And certainly we're talking about the CES technology show. But I think there's a, a broader definition of innovation, which extends beyond what we think of as gadgets. Uh, Innovation is artificial intelligence. It is uh, ensuring that our food supply is coming from sustainable sources. Uh, Innovation is the new ways in which we can make sure that patients can see their doctors. So I love the the, uh, subject of innovation because it means so many things. When I think about CES and what we expect to see at the show this year and and this idea of innovation, uh, there's a couple of areas that come to mind. Certainly artificial intelligence, as I mentioned earlier, and that's kind of an ingredient technology that impacts a lot of industries. When I think about the particular areas that I expect to see some new things at at CES this year, uh, an area like food tech, Uh, is something that's very interesting, which is not necessarily related to devices and gadgets and consumer electronics. But if we think about, say, where our food is being sourced from, um, how can we make it easier for consumers to prepare food? Um, That is one of the big stories that we've seen over the last couple of years at CES. And Uh, To take it a step further, nutrition, uh, personalized nutrition uh, uh, products to make sure that people are are getting all of the nutrients that they specifically need for their bodies. So 
there are a lot of areas where innovation is making an impact even outside of what we classically think of as you know gadgets then let's start with ai i mean you just mentioned ai as you know an ingredient in technology so how are you seeing ai kind of play out in our day-to-day world there are a lot of places where we're seeing it play out just as i think about the consumer electronics show uh, one area is in autonomous vehicles and artificial intelligence helps the vehicle know when to turn helps it know what obstacles to avoid in the road that's certainly one uh, application of ai Uh, Another area is in things like drug discovery, uh, where it's going through reams and reams of data to find right where is the the case where uh, we've seen a a change. Um, You think about things like open AI and how people are using these tools. Those forms of artificial intelligence are going to make their way to consumer devices and gain a foothold in the home just as voice speakers have. So, uh, and those are just a a couple of examples. And I'm sure when we get to the show in a couple of weeks, we'll see that play out in many, many more ways. But as we head into CES, one thing that we know is we will see a lot around artificial intelligence and its multiple applications. I love that, okay. So AI aside, Where do you feel, you know, you again, you've been talking all year about what you'd like to see. So can you kind of summarize a couple categories or industries that you cover where you'd like to see some new innovation? And I I understand, you know, innovation isn't necessarily the gadget. Um, And in fact, even in my world, we could talk about innovation in pricing or promos. So I understand. But it's like, where do you think there's a, a, a jumpstart is needed? So the context of this is we're still sort of dealing with the uh, effects of the pandemic and companies not being able to make brand new products for a while. So first thing is our our industry is starved for innovation. We're starved for new products. We're starved for new ways for, for solving problems. And as I think about what new products or new things that I want to see come to the market. Uh, An area that will be big this year is virtual reality. And we've had an update of the major virtual reality products on the consumer market. Um, There's a a big enterprise piece to VR and AR. So I'm looking for more examples of where that technology can be used. Uh, can it be used in a in a warehouse, say, to help direct somebody to uh, the pallet that they need to load? Um, are these tools being used, say, for specific training purposes, uh, which is something that we've seen in the past? So as I go to CES and I think about a, a big technology like VR, I'm looking for applications. I'm looking for companies that are standing up new services. Of course, I'm interested in in devices and the hardware and how that will change. Uh, but I think as important is how we are leveraging these technologies. Another good example is how can we use virtual reality for fitness purposes? And we've seen some examples where people are putting on VR headsets, they're going through a workout routine, um, and actually having good results. 
so how can we refine something like that? Uh, so I think from a maybe from a, a hardware perspective, that's one thing that I'm looking for. Um, I'm also a, a consumer myself, not just a technology enthusiast. So as I walk around my house and think about this idea of innovation, um, pet tech is another one that jumps out. And that's been a, a fairly decent headline trend for CES in the last two or three years. Um, there's a company uh, that's going to exhibit at CES this year um, called Invoxia. Uh, they make a smart dog collar, uh, which is very interesting to me. So, of course, it will track your dog in the case that uh, he gets lost. Uh, but it also has these uh, biometric sensors built into the collar. Um, and it really acts very similarly to a smartwatch, um, giving you these health diagnostics all on your pet. And as I think about my Archie, who I love very much, uh, I don't have a lot of views into his health other than taking him to the vet. And so that's something that immediately myself as a consumer, I could see my myself um, buying something like that. So there are these kind of big headline innovations, artificial intelligence, uh, autonomous vehicles. But we even go down to more sort of health, home, lifestyle trends, even around pets and, and food as well. Well, and I want to get into that, but first I still want to talk about like VR and maybe maybe there could even be something that's VR for Archie. You know, Archie could take himself for a walk just in the comfort of your own home or a VR for me where someone would work out for me. <laughs> I, I don't mind watching myself work out, but wouldn't that be great if it could just like take care of the sweaty stuff for me? I, absolutely. And we're 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 not I haven't seen that just yet. Uh, but there are a lot of interpretations of exercise and how can we motivate people in different ways and use technology to motivate people to, to exercise. So while I don't think that we'll see uh, an application that will actually work out for you, um, I do think that we'll see some applications that make it easier for people to, to exercise in a, in a different digital environment. I get that. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about that digital health and wellness. You know, you mentioned maybe even that connection for health, you know, for dogs. But because things like accessibility and aging are really, they're a big deal at CES, where do you anticipate um, some investments being made there? Well, certainly in things like uh, telehealth and making it easier for people to uh, see their health professional, their doctors. Um, certainly, there's an area called digital therapeutics, which is using technology to actually, you know, heal the, the body through different types of conditions. That's a very exciting area to me. Uh, again, I kind of play in the consumer technology hardware device area. Uh, and so I'm looking at, um, you know, what types of products can people buy that will improve their, their health or their wellness? Um, right now, the main products are you know, fitness trackers like uh, Fitbit, uh, smartwatches. I mean, those are the, the products that most people own to, to manage their health. And you know, as I think about these very popular consumer devices, 
Um, you know, my mind goes to, you know, what type of a consumer is using those products? And, um, you know, if I'm a marketer for say, um, how do I reach those consumers uh, with some type of a message? So, you know, that's just a, a sample, I think, of the kind of the digital health devices that I think we'll see at the show. But I think the the larger trend here is empowering consumers to take a little bit of control over their, their health, harnessing the power of technology to make something like that easier. Um, and I think that that's really the, the era that we're in uh, right now. I love that. I mean, you say it so nicely, Ben, you know, empowering consumers and harnessing tech to make it easier for them. I mean, that is that people can understand. Um, you've actually been doing some work with um, Kristen Hornberger, our EVP and practice leader for wellness and home care. And she's presenting, I think, at an event adjacent to CES. So tell us what work you've been doing there. Yeah, so we have partnered with uh, Kristen and her team on some original research. Um, our presentation is called the Managing Consumer Wellness with the Digital Health. And it's really about understanding the consumer who is using you know, digital products, whether it's smartwatches or fitness trackers or maybe a, a, you know, a heart rate monitor um, really looking at those consumers, what are their habits and uh, and their attitudes related to health and wellness. Um, and as I kind of mentioned earlier, this is a, a very interested, engaged group of consumers, people that are actively managing their health. How do they differ from other types of consumers and what kind of learnings can health and wellness companies uh, take away from that? So. What we're looking at in that research uh, are, uh, as I said, the activities and habits of digital health users, what types of apps they're using, uh, what are their goals? Are they trying to lose weight? Are they just trying to kind of manage their nutrition on a daily basis? So really looking at the consumers from a, you know, sort of a 360 degree point of view. Um, one thing that I'll, I'll tell you as I talk about the differences of these consumers compared to uh, the rest of us, uh, consumers who use devices to manage their health uh, spend 24% more on consumer healthcare products than non-device users. So when we say that they're more engaged in investing in their health and wellness, I mean, that's something that is true and came through in the data. Those consumers spend 24% more on consumer health products. Correct. Wow, that is... So they're really investing and they're really invested. So my takeaway from that is that maybe you'll be fueling, by providing this information, you might be fueling more innovation in this space. So that's kind of a feel good thing for you, right? Yeah, I get to be part of it uh, in, in in my own way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, um, the, the other thing to mention is people who use these digital devices, they're growing. This audience, this group of consumers is growing and we expect by the end of 2024 that there are going to be 5 million more digital technology or health technology users uh, as consumers. So it's a, a growing audience uh, that companies can tap into. Fantastic. And we know that from work that Sirkana does, we know how to target those audiences. So, Absolutely. Yeah. 
Now, Ben, in the in years past, you and Paul Gagnon have presented at CES. Are you going to present again? Yes, we'll be presenting again this year. Uh, the title of our presentation is Navigating Today's Consumer Technology Market, which is a mouthful. Uh, but the consumer technology market, there are a lot of uh, moving parts to it. Uh, we'll be presenting on Monday, January 8th at 2 p.m., uh, in the convention center's West Hall, that's the new hall, uh, room 232. And really what we'll be talking about is how the consumer technology market has changed uh, over the last year and what we expect to change in the next one to two years. So things that we're looking at are the effects of increased promotions and what is that how does that change the consumer's mindset and their willingness to invest in consumer technology products um, this idea of innovation and how important it is to consumers or right? how important is it that there are new products to invest in and what we're seeing in in our sales data is that it's very important uh, that we are in a in a time where there are fewer new products coming to retail and that definitely is showing up in the in the sales, right? We're seeing you know lower sales compared to last year. One of the inputs is there are fewer new things for people to buy. Um, and then I think the the third thing that we'll be covering on is what do consumer technology sales look like outside of the U.S. And mm -hmm. one thing that I'll tell you is uh, sales are actually. Uh, growing uh, in a small way in Mexico. And one of the pieces of that is Mexico didn't have as big of a surge in technology buying around the pandemic uh, compared to what we had here in the US. So there is a little bit less of a pull forward dynamic, right? That um, uh, fewer of those technology needs were met at that time in Mexico. And now, uh, you know, there's more demand. So people are uh, more likely to to spend now. So, like I said, there's a lot of moving parts to the consumer technology market, um, but there are some very interesting stories around consumers' mindsets, uh, what compels people to buy, and what people are looking for on the market. Well, this is so interesting, and I know that from having past conversations with you and Paul, 2024 is the refresh purchase year. So we hope. I'm with you on this one, that there is more new, more innovation for consumers to purchase and to be excited about as they have to make some of those refreshed purchases. Um, so I want to thank you again for your time. I hope you have a blast at CES. I'm sure you will. And I hope that you see some really exciting things around artificial intelligence and new ways that it's being um put to use for all for good. I know there's a lot of scary stuff around it. I was really excited to hear more about like the pet technology and um, some of the virtual reality technology that you, that you hope more applications, more use cases, um, not only for consumers, but for businesses as well. And of course, um, I think it's really interesting about all the health, um, the digital health and techno technological advancements that are being made. Um, I have to say I'm I'm not the early adopter, but I do I am obviously vested in my health. So um, maybe you'll maybe you'll inspire me to make a purchase. So.
So with that, I want to thank you, Ben, and I'll catch up with you post-CES. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the Sarcotic Growth Insights podcast so you don't miss an episode. And let us know what you'd like us to cover. We'll serve it up in a future episode. Look for us wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to review Sarcotic Growth Insights. Want to learn more? Visit us at Zircana.com and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn.